2011. I'm your host, David Tanner, and I'm very pleased that you joined us today here on Main Menu. We are always happy to have you come and be with us here on Main Menu. Today is Veterans Day here in the United States, and I'd like to take this opportunity to thank all of our veterans for your service and sacrifice to service for our country. You have done a lot to make us the country we are today. On today's program, we start out with a review from David Woodbridge from Vision Australia. And he is going to be exploring and using voiceover with the app Read to Go from Bookshare. That's followed up with Mr. Tim Cummings with a review of the Omnitronics EPF15A pop filter. And then Chase Crispin reviews the Twitter app for iPhone, iPad, and iTouch. And we finish up with a review of the Access World app for iPhone, iPad and eye touch. That's all today here on Main Menu. Hi, I'm Chase Crispin, the executive producer of Main Menu. I'm here today to invite you, the listener, to submit to Main Menu. Do you have an accessible game, appliance, piece of software, hardware device, or anything else that you would like to demo that you have not heard about here on Main Menu? If so, are you interested in submitting a review of this product to Main Menu? If so, please first email mainmenu at acbradio.org. In that email, make sure to tell us what you would like to cover for Main Menu. If this is a topic that we are interested in and has not been recently covered, we will be glad to have you submit this piece to the show. Begin to record your piece by eliminating all background noise, including TVs, radios, other people talking, loud fans, etc. If applicable, turn down the speech rate on the device that you are demoing. Once you have recorded your file, it is recommended that you edit the submission. If you can save your file in MP3 format, please encode your file at 128 kbps 44.1 kHz stereo. If you must use another format, bit rate, or sampling rate, we can take care of the conversion for you. However, we recommend that you get your submission to us in the format previously mentioned. It is also recommended that you edit your piece. This may include editing out long pauses, mistakes, a lot of ums, or other fumble words. If you are not able to edit your piece but you feel that you've edited, please email us at mainmenu at acbradio.org and someone on the Main Menu production team can edit your submission for you. You can also contact the production team by visiting mainmenu 
www.acbradio.org and clicking on the staff directory link. Once you have your file ready, please contact us at the email address previously mentioned, and we will let you know how to get your submission to us, and we will also let you know when it will be able to be aired on the show. We appreciate your continued interest and support in ACB Radio's main menu, and we look forward to hearing you on the show. The following program was produced by Vision Australia and is re-aired on Main Menu with the permission of Vision Australia. Vision Australia, Blindness and Low Vision Services. Welcome to this demonstration of Read to Go the Daisy Reader from Bookshare. And in this particular demonstration, I'm actually not going to demonstrate the Bookshare download interface as such. What I am going to do is take you through some of the features of the read to go Daisy app. And by the way, read to go is actually R-E-A-D, the number two, go, G-O. So R-E-A-D, two, G-O. So as usual, I've got my iPhone turned on, voiceover is running, and I'm currently sitting at the screen that's got the Read2Go application on it. So let me touch it on the screen. Read2Go. Okay, there's Read2Go. One finger double tap to open, of course, with voiceover. Read2Go, bookshelf 13, heading. Okay, and as you can tell, I've got 13 books currently in my Read2Go application. What I'm going to do now is just do a one-finger flick to the right to move item by item through the application to give you some sort of sense on what you have on the screen. I could, of course, drag my finger around the screen, but I thought just as a way of getting used to it, I was going to do a one-finger flick to the right. Edit button. Selected title. Tap one of three. Okay, so that edit button, that was to edit the existing books that I've currently got on my bookshelf. The next couple of items is how you actually want to sort your books on the screen. So you've got title. Author. Tab two of three. Author. Latest. Tab three of three. Latest. And latest, of course, it puts the newest book that you've put on there at the top. So I'm actually going to double tap that myself. Selected. Latest. Tab three okay, of three. Selected. And one finger flick to the right again. Search button. Now that search button is for books on your bookshelf. So, for example, if you had you know, hundreds of books on your bookshelf, you might want to use that search feature to search for a book on your own bookshelf. So one finger flick to the right again. Sydney Morning Held, Tuesday the 8th of November, 2011, first edition, A-Vision Australia production, copyright Fairfax Holdings. Okay, that's my first book, and that's actually a daisy text book as such, as in T-E-X-T, not textbook as in the one you study. And basically, Read2Go will do both Daisy Text and Daisy Audio. So electronic speech or a human being reading a book out to you. So one finger flick to the right again. Ender's Game, Orson Scott Card. Okay, Ender's Game. Now that one's actually a, an or Daisy Audio book. So if I keep flicking through quickly, and we'll get down to the bottom of the screen. 
White Death selected the host, Stephanie Meyer. Now, as you can tell, that one's currently selected. That's the one I've actually been reading. So let's keep flicking to the right. The Lake of Tears, The Forest of Sire, The Messenger, Dragon's Nest, Path of the Fury, Rogue Squadron, Windows 7, The, the Time of the Dark, The Ultimate Harry Potter, Selected, Bookshelf, Tab 1 of 4. Okay, and then down the bottom of the screen, we've got Bookshelf, which we're currently on. One finger flick to the right. Search, Tab 2 of 4. Search, and that search item there is actually the search on Bookshare. Okay, so one finger flick to the right again to get to the third item at the bottom. Settings, Tab 3 of 4. Settings is to set up the settings for ready to go that we'll get to in a minute. And one finger flick to the right again. Help, Tab 4 of 4. And that's the help, that's actually the manual. Now, if I actually double tap on that one, and then what I'm going to do is just do a two finger swipe to the top to get it to read. Help heading software version 1.0.1.1. Getting started. Welcome to Read to Go. This guide is a quick primer to get you quickly reading books with Read to Go. General navigation in page link. Finding books in page link. Searching bookshare in page link. Navigating search results in page link. Downloading books in page link. Reading books in page link. Settings in page link. Audio settings in page link. Visual settings in page link. Account settings in page link. What's new in version 1.0.1.0 in page link. Third party license. In page link, general navigation, heading level 1, read to go support apples, voiceover, accessibility features, primary navigation in read to go is done via scrolling and tapping navigation icons displayed on screen and read aloud. For non-sighted users, we suggest voiceover for general navigation audio and read to go. Okay, and as you can tell, you could use those links at the top to navigate to a certain spot within the actual help, or you can just let it read, or you can, of course, you know, one finger flick down to read item by item, line by line, etc. Okay, now, remember I said you've got those four items down the bottom, and I guess you could almost think of like the dock within the app itself. So I, if I touch the bottom left-hand side of the screen... Bookshelf, tab one of four. Okay, we've got bookshelf, flick to the right again. Search, tab Search, four. Search, flick to the right again. Settings, tab Settings, three flick to the right again. Selected, help, tab four of four. Selected help. So if I tap on the bookshelf, the left hand bookshelf, side, I'm going to double tap. I'm actually back to the main screen of the application which contains my current books. So if we come back down to the bottom left hand side, selected bookshelf, tab yeah, one back of four. on those four items again. So let me go and just flick over to the right to get to the settings. Search, settings, tab okay, three. One or finger four. double tap. Let's touch the top of the screen again. Settings, heading. And let's do a flick to the right again, although with this one you can really drag your finger down the left hand side because all the items are actually there. Let me do a one finger flick to the right anyway. Font size, 24 points. Okay, font size, currently 24 points. Visual. Visual settings. Audio. Audio settings. Sign in. Sign in, which is the sign in for Bookshare. Flick to the right again. Bookshelf, tab one of four. So as you can tell, we're down the bottom again. Bookshelf, search, settings and help again. So let me just drag my finger around the screen this time. So back up at the top left. Settings, heading. Okay, and straight down. Font size, 24 points. Visual, audio, sign in, bookshelf, tab one of four. Okay, and down to the bottom, of course, to those four items. So let's have a look settings, at audio. Put a finger double tap on audio. Audio settings, settings, back button. Now from this time on, what I'm really going to do, because it, it really does have a little bit of time, I'm not going to drag my finger around the screen. I'm just going to do a one finger flick to the right to go to each item in these screens now. So one finger flick to the right. Audio settings, heading, read to go audio, switch button on. Okay, that's read to go audio switched on. And if that's switched on, it'll actually be using the archipelago voices Heather for female and Ryan for male to read out Daisy books, which are text-based. 
if I didn't have that turned on, I could actually read the text daisy books with the voiceover screen reader course, which is built into the iOS system, the iPhone, the iPod Touch, and the iPad. So let me do another fing finger flick to the right. Voice, Heather US. Okay, that's Heather US. And of course, if I one finger double tap. Voice, audio settings, back button. Okay, one finger flick to the right. Voice, heading, Ryan US. Okay, and of course, if I flick to the right again, Heather US. That's selected. Heather, currently selected. Flick back to the left. Ryan US. One finger double tap, and Ryan I've selected US. Ryan. Selected. So when I come to demo that, I'll show you what the Ryan voice sounds like and the Heather voice if we've got time. So I'm going to touch the top left hand side. Audio settings, back button. Of course, I could do one finger flick to the left to get back to that button. One finger double tap to go back. Audio settings, re to go audio, switch button on. Okay, so back to there. So one finger flick to the right. Voice, Ryan US. So that's now Ryan. One finger flick to the right. Speed 120%. Speed 120%. And that's a heading. So if I flick one finger flick to the right again. Speed 120%. Adjustable. Okay, speed 120%. Now remember, this is the speed of both the built-in voice, so Ryan or Heather, and the voice which will speak when you're using a Daisy audiobook, i.e. human being speaking to you. So if I do a one-finger flick up. 140 percent, 160 percent, 180 percent, 200 percent, 250 percent, 270 percent, 240 percent, 240 percent, 260 percent, 260 percent. Okay, so and I think if I did one more. 260 percent. So let's go down and make it slower. 240 percent. Remember, this is not the voice I'm adjusting for voiceover. I'm slowing down the Ryan or Heather voice or the speed of the voice that's used for reading out a Daisy audiobook. So one finger flick down. 240 percent, 220 percent, 180 percent, 160, 140 percent, 180 percent, 180 percent, 80 percent, 60 percent, 60 percent, 60 percent, 60 percent. So that's it. Go down to 60 percent. So I'm going to go back to 120 where I had before. 120%. Okay, one finger flick to the right. Playback while locked. Switch button on. Playback while locked. Of course, that basically means when you start a book reading, you can lock your iPhone, iPod Touch, or iPad screen, and the book will keep reading. It won't stop. So one finger flick to the right again. Background playback. Switch button on. Background playback. So when you exit Read to Go and go back to your home screens, the book will also keep reading. And of course, you then can stop and start the audio playing by doing a double tap on the screen, as you can also do within the app itself. You actually don't have to use the play pause button. You can just do a two finger double tap to stop and start the audio playing. So when you come out of the app, you can do that same thing two finger double tap to stop and start. So one finger flick to the right again. Auto play, switch button on. Auto play, basically means when you hit the read button to read the book, it'll start playing to you. So one finger flick to the right again. Restore defaults button. And restore defaults. So let's go back to the top left hand side again. Settings, back button. Go back. Settings, font size, 24 points. And the next one we'll do, let's do visuals. Visual. And as you can tell, I'm actually going back up the menu, and the last one we'll do, of course, is the font menu. So one finger double tap. Visual settings. Settings. Because keep in button. mind with this application is that it's for anybody that wants to listen or navigate Daisy Books. Hence why there's actually visual and the font settings in there. And you actually don't have to use it with the voiceover screen, but it actually independently reads the books, of course, and has limited audio, I believe, though I haven't tried that myself as I'm a voiceover user. So anyway, we're on visual, so let's do one finger flick to the right. Visual settings, heading, foreground color, black. Okay, foreground color, black. Background color, white. Background color, white. Highlight color, yellow. Highlight color, yellow. Word highlight color, lime. Word highlight color, lime. 
Bookmark color silver. Bookmark color silver. Show images. Switch and button off. Show images. Mine's currently off. Switch to the right again. Page slider. Switch and button off. Page slider. Now when I've had that turned on, it actually didn't do or seem to do much at the moment. But I'm not too sure that's if the style of Daisy book I'm reading. But um, I've currently got that turned off at the moment. So one finger flick to the right. Highlight position three. Highlight position three. Let's flick to the right. Display by page. Switch and button on. Display by page. Switch button on. Restore defaults. Button. And again, restore defaults. So let me just go back to the top. Settings. Font size. Okay. 24 points. And we've landed on font size, of course, which is at the top of the menu. One finger double tap. Font size. Settings. Yeah, back one button. Finger flick to the right. Font size. Heading. 24 points. Okay. 24 points. That's the current size that we're currently using. One finger flick to the right. Font size. 24 point. Adjustable. There's the adjuster. Now let's do one finger flick up. 30 point. 36 point. 41 point. 47 point. 53 point. 59 point. 65 point. 70 point. 70 okay, so 70 point font size, which is fairly big. Um, let's do one finger flick down through these sizes and see how low we can go. 64 point, 58 point, 53 point, 47 point, 41 point, 35 point, 29 point, 24 point, 18 point, 12 point, 12 point. Okay, so down to 12 points. So let's put it back on 24. 18 flick point, up. 24 point. Okay, I'll leave it there and we'll do touch the top left hand side. Settings, back button. Finger double tap. Settings, font size, 24 points. And that's it for the settings panel. So let's kind of have a look at what it looks like when we actually go and select a book. So let's come back down to the bottom left hand side. Bookshelf, tab, tab, tab one four. Bookshelf. Let's choose a text-based Daisy book first. So I'm going to just touch the middle of my screen. Ender's Game, Orson Scott Card. Okay, that's the audio one. White Death, Clive Castle Plus, Selected, The Host, Stephanie Mark, The Lake of Tears, Diltor Request, Number Two, okay, Emily Rodder, that's a text-based one from Bookshare. So one finger double tap. Book detail, bookshelf, back button. Okay, so we're now at the top of the screen on bookshelf details. Bookshelf, Just top of the back screen, button. Flip to the right. detail, heading. Book detail heading. The Leg of Tears, Diltor Request, number two, Emily Rodder. That's the title of the book. Now, if I do one finger flick to the right, read button. That's our read button. One finger flick to the right. Leave Barda and their unpredictable new companion Jasmine are on an urgent mission to find the seven stones from the magic belt of Diltora. That's synopsis. One finger flick to the right. ISBN 9780439253. Okay, right. Date added the 27th of July 2007. Flick to the right. Publisher Scholastic. Copyright 2000. Flick to the right now. Categories: Science fiction and fantasy. Language: English. U.S. Selected. Bookshelf. Down, of course, back down to bookshelf. So let me go and find the read button. So I'm going to touch the top of the screen. Bookshelf. Back button. And then one finger flick to the right. Book detail. The leg of read button. There's my read button. So I have one finger double tap. The little furry bookshelf. creature she called button. Philly was clinging to her shoulder, chattering nervously. Cree, the raven, was fluttering clumsily through the trees beside her as if unwilling to keep to the ground, okay, but also unwilling to fly too far ahead. And as I said, if I do a two-finger double tap, with a pause. I'll pause the book, two finger double tap again. Play. Shock just how afraid they were, but Jasmine was so brave in the forest, he thought, turning quickly pause. back to face. Pause. And I'll show you what the screen layout looks like now when you're actually in, if you like, reading book mode. So let's touch the top left hand side of the screen again. Bookshelf button. And let's do one finger flick to the right. Navigation button. That's the navigation button. We'll come back to, to that in a minute. Set bookmark button. Set bookmark, which is very handy. One finger flick to the right again. Settings button. Settings. Previous page button. Previous page. Previous phrase. Previous button. phrase. Play pause. Play pause. Button. Next phrase. Next phrase. Button. Next page. Next button. page. So those 
items were at the bottom of the screen, the previous and next items are at the bottom of the screen. So if I come to my home button and go straight up, play pause button, I pretty well hit the play button. So if I double tap that, play. It's the front. She risked her life to save us. One finger double tap this part of Del Toro. So let's have a look at the navigation. So I'm touching the top left hand side of the screen again. Bookshelf button. Flicking flick to the right. Navigation button. Let's have a look at navigation. Navigation, nine stepping stones, 11 level two. Okay, so basically what you have on the screen is the, the book layout as it appears in the, in the DAISY format. So I'm going to touch the top left-hand side of the screen. Playback button. So that's playback. That's to go back to the current screen we're on. One finger flick to the right. Navigation, heading. Navigation. Selected, section. Tab, tab one select one section. Three. Page, tab two or three. Page. Bookmark, tab bookmark. three or three. So this is where you would go. If you had actually set a bookmark, you would go into the bookmark item and there you could actually jump to the bookmark. So one finger flip to the right again. Search button. Search button, one finger flip to the right again. Notice one level one. Okay, notice. The lag of tears, two level one. Okay, and you can hear the heading levels. The story so far. Now it on. Selected. One the bridge. Two three questions. Six okay. level three. And as you can tell, let me just flip back to the left. Selected. One the bridge. That's what Five, I'm currently reading. It's currently selected. One finger flip to the right. Two three questions. Six level three. Truth and lies. Seven level three. Okay. And of course, if I one finger double tap on that. Three. Navigation. Bookshelf. Button. It's taking me that to that spot in the Daisy book. And all I have to do now is find the play button down the bottom middle of the screen, if you like, above the home button, or do a two-finger double tap. Play. Three. Truth and lies. And there's chapter Lee three. struggled to free himself. The question was not fair. He shouted, you tricked me. How could I know what Thagan likes to eat? So let me go and find the settings buttons. I'm going to touch the top left-hand side of the screen. Bookshelf. One button. finger flick to the right. Navigation. Button. Set bookmark. Button. Settings. Okay, button. One finger double tap on settings. Settings. I'm just going to drag my finger down the left-hand side to find audio. Fonts. Visual. Audio. One finger double tap on audio. Audio settings. And that's one finger settings. flick over to the right Back for voice. Audio settings. Read to go audio. Voice. Ryan US. Ryan US. Let's change to Heather. Voice. Voice. Heading. Ryan US. Selected. Heather US. Let's choose Heather. Heather US. Selected. Okay. And top left hand side of the screen. Audio settings. Back button. Back. Audio settings. Voice. Heather US. Settings. Back button. Back again. Settings. Visual. Back again. Playback. Button. Okay, so it's brought me back to the play screen out of settings. So if I do a two finger double tap, play. Head wide, Cree hovered above her head. The bridge swayed dangerously. Go on. Bard called, We will follow. Jasmine nodded slightly, turned again, and began walking lightly across the bridge, as carelessly as if it were a tree branch in the forest. Yeah, so that's what course. Heather sounds like. And I'll just show you how fast the speed goes. So let me do settings again. So top left hand side of the yes, screen. Find settings. Button. Double tap. Settings. Audio. 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 And we want speed this audio time. Settings. So one finger flick settings. to the right. Audio set. Three, two, go. Voice. Heather, you speed 120%. Okay. And to the slider. One finger flick up. 140, 106, 180, 200%. Okay, let's try 200%. So top left hand side. Back button. Finger double tap. Set it. Playback button. Okay, one finger double tap on playing back. Settings. Bookshelf button. One finger double tap to start it reading. Play. Eight. At this moment of terror, his one thought was for the belt of Del Toro and the topaz fixed to it. If he did nothing so to prevent it, tell, his golden eye giant would surely find the belt after he was dead, take it from his body, and perhaps give it to Fagin. So and Del Toro would be lost to the shadow of cause. So what I'm going to do is leverage that speed, and I'm going to show you what an audio book actually sounds like to listen to. So I'm going to come out of the play mode, so back to the previous screen, bookshelf. top left hand button. side, double tap on bookshelf. 
bookshelf 13. In this game, Orson's podcast. Let's go and select another book. Selected title tab. So one thing to the right. Latest search button. Dragon's Nest. Dragons of Diltoran number one. Emily Rodder. In this game, Path of the Fury. Rogue Squadron. Sydney Morning. The Forests of so- the Host. Stephanie yeah, Meyer. One finger double tap on the host. Book detail. Bookshelf. Okay, we'll Back find button. the red button. Top left hand side of the screen. Bookshelf. Back to the right. Detail. The host. Read button. Yeah, one finger double tap. Bookshelf button. It was much easier to read facial expressions now. The little muscle features and shifts have become familiar. I do not see exposure. I could see that I could have found my reluctance bit amusing. At the same time, I could sense so, the frustration. As you can tell, 200. But a quite sigh of the fashion. I'm walking through a bright yellow room named Usually, the puffy red one. He's not one as understandable as, as the electronic person. speech. To avoid a gaze, I stared through the open windows at a cloud scuttling past our paws. So let's quickly find the settings Tap. button. Set bookmark. Settings button. Bring a double tap. Settings. Touch on audio. Audio. Bring a double tap. Audio setting. Speed voice. Speed 200%. Speed 200. 180%. 160%. 140%. 120%. Now, I didn't show you this before, but if I just do a two finger double tap now. Play. Um, the faint tang of ocean brine blew softly through the room. I've started reading the book again. I actually so don't have wanderer. to come back out of that it's setting been a while screen. Since come to see me. To go back to the book, I was just trying to keep the interface nice I did leave tidy. a message about that last appointment. But as soon as you've done it, you can actually do that. Time. So if I do one finger flick yes. down, one hundred percent. She smiled the tiny smile again. Okay, I can adjust the rate while it's talking. Eighty percent. She was attractive for an sixty percent. As humans went, <laughs> she'd let her so hair stay do it that speed. One finger flick up. Eighty percent. One hundred percent. Tending towards one hundred and twenty percent. Pulled back in a loose ponytail. Okay. And of course, two fingers. So we're still on our settings screen. So if I touch the top left hand side of the screen, settings, back button, one finger double tap, settings, audio, playback, left hand side of the screen, playback, one finger double tap, settings, bookshelf, and then we're back on our button, play pause, our play screen, which had the play pause right above the home button. Let's see what it's like when it skips backwards and forwards when we're actually reading a book. So two finger double tap to start it playing. Play, color I'd never seen on anyone else. Okay, let's touch the bottom top Sorry. bottom of the screen. Play the home button. Let's Busted play, one finger flick to the right. Next phrase. That's button. next phrase, one finger flick to the right. Next section. Next Busted section, so one finger double tap. Next section. Tap the six, Follow. one finger again. Next chapter seven. Chapter seven. Confronted. Yes, faces sunward. And if I touch the I bottom left hand side. to the raised hand for previous section button. I did settings. not feel as comfortable behind the left. Previous section okay. button. My previous section. Strength. One finger double tap. Previous section. Follow. Double tap again. Previous section. Uncomforted. I'm going to start the book reading, and then I'm going to actually exit the application to show you what it's like when it's reading in the background and when the screen is locked. So I'm going to two finger double tap to start it reading. Play. Okay, so it's reading. For my host body, so it's press the home on the run since her early adolescence. Was the per- to go. Okay, and this I'm back to my home screen. It just said ready to go the application. It's still reading. No so if I do a two-finger sure double tap now, it stops the book. Two-finger double tap. Difference. Starts the book reading. I'm sorry to interrupt, And then if I lock my screen. Screen locked. I'm not sure I understand. Okay, it's still the actually reading the book. If I unlock my screen. Just the sm- 1019. Slide to unlock. Pages. Similar life okay, form. So still reading. Two double tap. Stops it. So that concludes this demonstration of the read to go application. As I said before, it actually does Daisy text and Daisy audiobooks. You can adjust the speed of the voice. You can select the female or male voice. You can increase the font size and you can also change your visual settings for foreground, background, highlight, etc. And of course, the way that I got my books onto my Read to Go application was linking it up through iTunes via a USB cable 
Going down to my device, choosing apps and using the file sharing table, I selected read to go, chose the add button, and then I transferred those books over from my PC and or Mac over to the read to go application as a zip file. And then of course the read to go application unpacked them and put them in my bookshelf and I could go forth and read to my heart's content. So I hope that's been of some use, this demonstration. If you've got any other questions about Apple accessibility, please contact the Adaptive Technology Help Desk at Vision Australia on one three hundred eight four seven four double six. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Vision Australia Blindness and Low Vision Services. Hello there, Main Menu listeners. This is Tim Cummings, and I'm here today to talk about pop filters. What is a pop filter? Well, as you can hear from this recording, uh, if you listen to my P's, you'll hear that they're popping. I'm using today an AKG C1000S cardioid microphone recording into my Edderall through my mixer. I'm a couple inches away from the microphone, as you and as you can hear, if I say Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers, the P sounds sound quite hard into the microphone, into the recording. They're what is known as plosives. A plosive is a sound usually caused by the letter P or B or sometimes D or T and it's a rush of air that hits the capsule, the diaphragm of the microphone and just uh, makes an annoying sound that's heard when you're recording and is almost impossible to get out in post-production. I looked into getting a pop filter because I'd heard about this problem and there are two types of pop filters. There's one type that has a metal screen and there's another type that has a a nylon uh, screen. And what a pop filter is, is basically it's a round, looks like a hoop, either made of metal or plastic. It's covered by a screen, either metal or nylon. And what you do is you place it in front of it. It's got a clamp on it and you place it in front of your microphone when you're recording. And it is supposed to either eliminate or reduce these pops that you can hear so prominently in the recording, that you can hear particularly prominently in this recording. So I went around looking for different pop filters. These cost anywhere from, oh, 50 up to $80, $90, I guess even $100 for some pop filters. The one that I settled on was the Omnitronics EPF-15A pop filter made by CAD, C-A-D. And uh, I do have a CAD microphone which I'm very pleased with, but I looked at a lot of the reviews on Amazon, and I decided to get this pop filter, this Omnitronics EPF-15A. That's O-M-N-I-T-R-O-N-I-C-S. Let me describe to you what this looks like. At the top, there's a six-inch circle, metal circle, and inside the circle, um, going across the whole uh, width of the circle, are two pieces of of nylon. There's one on either side, so this is a double-layered pop filter. Uh, As you go down to the bottom of the circle, there's a connector, which attaches to a gooseneck. There's a 15-inch gooseneck, so this thing is very, very movable. You can position it any way you want when you get it in front of the microphone. You follow that down, and there's a screw which holds that gooseneck onto a clamp that you can use to clamp to your mic stand. I've got it right now clamped to a desk stand. It holds very nicely. So what I'm going to do is move this pop filter in front of the microphone so then you can hear kind of before and after the difference in the sound. So let me just do a quick 
right before here. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. How many pickled peppers did Peter Piper pick? And now I have the pop filter in front of the mic stand. Uh, probably about an inch in front of the mic stand. So I'm actually speaking into the pop filter. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. How many pickled peppers did Peter Piper pick? As you can hear, there's quite a difference. There's quite a reduction in these plosives. It makes it much nicer to listen to. And particularly if you're a singer also and you're recording, you'd, you'd probably want to uh, use one of these pop filters in front of a microphone. So I'm very pleased with this CAD EPF-15A pop filter. And I said it's about $15 from Amazon.com. The Omnitronics EPF-15A CAD microphone pop filter. For Main Menu, I'm Tim Cummings. <laughs> Hi, I'm David Tanner, host of Main Menu. I'd like to take this opportunity to remind you of a couple of things. Number one, to come by and see us at the Main Menu webpage at www.mainmenu.acbradio.org. And while you're there, sign up for our Main Menu Friends mailing list. We'd love to have you on the list and have you input ideas on how we can continue to improve Main Menu. Also, while you're at it, if you have the opportunity, by and see us on Twitter. You can access us on Twitter at twitter.com slash main menu. Listeners, I'm Chase Crispin, and today I'm here with another iOS app review. Today I'm going to be demonstrating the Twitter app for iOS devices. As some of you may know, Twitter does make an official app for iOS devices, and it is accessible. I will be demonstrating this app for you today. I'm going to go ahead and unlock my iPod Touch, which is running iOS 5. Now you hear that we are in the Twitter app. When you first open the Twitter app, you're asked to enter your account info. For the sake of this demonstration here on Main Menu, I will be using the at Main Menu Twitter account, which is the official Twitter account for the show. So there's a heading that says Add Account, and then a field asking for our username. So I'll go ahead and type in just M-A-I-N-M-E-N-U, which is our username that you can follow on Twitter. I'm double tapping to open this edit field, and I'm going to type in... A and you heard a lot of extra letters as my fingers slid over them, but I just typed in main menu, all one word. I'm going to tap up by where the edit field was. Click left once. Here's our password field. Now I'm going to type this in. I've typed in my password. Now I edited out on this recording me typing in the password, but it is typed in. So, so if we flick right, we hear sign in button. Now I've had my personal account configured in the iOS Twitter app for a while, and I just set up the main menu account. So it's asking me which account do we want to use? Which account do you want to send tweets from and read tweets from? So, I have the choice of at Chase Crispin, which is my account, or at Main Menu, which is the official Main Menu account. It's saying Main Menu, which is how it's pronouncing Main Menu, which is written as all one word, lowercase. I'm going to go ahead and double tap on this to use the Main Menu account. 
And now we're actually in the Twitter app. If we click right, that's showing our username. There's a button to compose the tweet to send a new tweet. So as you hear, we're just reading through tweets. On the main menu Twitter account, we follow back anyone who follows us. So you are seeing all tweets from the 400 some people that follow us. As we keep flicking right, we'll just see more tweets from people that we are following. Now let's go back to the top of the screen. I'm going to use the four finger single tap to do that. Flip right to compose tweet. Now in this screen, I'm going to go to top. We have the close button. If you decide, oh, I don't want to send this tweet, you just tap the close button and it would ask you if you want to save a draft of that tweet. You can choose yes or no, but if you don't want to send whatever you type, you push that close button. New tweet button. That tells us we're composing a new tweet from the main menu account. Send, dim, There's your send button. Right now, dim, because we haven't typed any text into the field where you would type to compose tweet. So this send, send button is where you would tap after you've typed something in to make the tweet go live so people can see. There's your actual text field to type tweet. Now if we keep flicking right, we're going to go back and type a tweet in just a second, but the next thing we find is something that says at symbol. For those of you who use Twitter, you'll know if you want to mention somebody else or make sure somebody else sees something or you're talking to them or about them, you'll put the at symbol in front of their username. So at main menu, at example. The reason there's an at sign right here by where we type the keyboard is so if I type a username, it's really easy to find the at sign without pushing symbol button. If we flick right, hashtag symbol, button. we have the hashtag symbol. The hashtag symbol, for those of you who don't use Twitter, allows us to create tags. So if everybody is tweeting about ACB radio, they might put the hash sign or the number sign, or whatever, or you might call it pound sign, and type ACB radio. This shows that that tweet is relating to ACB radio talk. Or, for example, I'm recording this on October 31st, Halloween. There's a lot of tweets going around right now with the hashtag sign and then Halloween. So any so you can search Twitter for that hashtag followed by that word in the all tweet that are tagged that. So we can use the hashtags and we'll type that into tweet and then type a tag following that. We can insert a photo there. We can tweet our location. Uh, on the iPod Touch, it'll try to use your Wi-Fi location or you can type it in. On the iPhone, it can actually use your GPS. So if you want people to know where you are, you can push that and your location will be sent along with your tweet. As you may know, tweets can only have one, a maximum of 140 characters. So if you type more than 140 characters in that box, you can't send that tweet. This is showing how many characters are remaining. When we were typing a tweet, you can look there and see how many characters you have left. Right now, we haven't typed anything, so it's saying 140 characters remain. And now we're at the keyboard on the bottom of the screen. Now, when you click the Compose Tweet button, the keyboard is automatically selected. So when you want to go to send a tweet, you can just start typing. I'm going to go ahead and type a tweet real quick here. I'm not going to record because I am not the best iOS typer in the world, I'll admit. I'm not horrible at it, but you probably don't want to hear me drag my finger over all the letters. So I will type tweet, and I'll come back as soon as that is typed. All right, I typed a tweet, and let's flick left, because I know that's where the edit field is, and let's read the tweet. Text field is editing. This is a demo of sending a tweet in the Twitter for Ryan's app for the show. And that's basically telling people that we are demonstrating the Twitter app for a future main menu show is basically what it's saying. So let's flick left. Send button. And tap the send button. Main menu. TS3. Food shopping. There had to be a better way. And I'm going to, I did a two-finger single tap to stop reading. Now, everyone who follows main menu was going to see that 
now that we've sent a tweet, we've explored the beginning part of the opening screen of Twitter for iOS app. Let's see what we find after we get through all the tweets that show on the screen. You can, of course, choose to show more tweets, but let's just skip past tweets that are there. I'm going to touch in the bottom left corner of my screen. Selected. Tweet. In progress. If we flick left again. Len family. That's the last tweet currently showed. We flick right. In progress. That's just saying that it's updating in progress. Selected. Tweet. And now, like the dock on the home screen, like the Dropbox for iOS app I reviewed on here a few weeks ago, like a lot of apps for iOS, your main controls are on the bottom of your screen. They run along horizontally about right above the home button. In the Twitter for iOS app, we have a tweet button, which is what's showing now that'll show you all the tweet people that you're following has sent. If we flick right, mention. We have mentions, so we can see people that have mentioned us, which includes replying to us and retweeting us. Direct messages. We can see the direct message we sent, and we can also send direct messages. Search. We can search Twitter. More. Or we can do more, which we'll get to in just a second. The Twitter search will allow you to search for basically any tweet that is public. And that, for example, when I was talking about searching for hashtags, that's how you would do that. So let's look at mentions. Mention. That's the second option on the bottom after tweets, which we've already looked at. I'm going to go ahead and tap mentions. And we're going to go to the top of the screen. Click right. And click right again. That's a tweet I retweeted from the account. And we're not going to go through all the mentions here, but anytime anybody's mentioned the at main menu account, it shows here. So let's flick left. Chase underscore. There's me. Now if we double tap on the tweet that I retweeted, now it's showing up in mentions because I mentioned at main menu in my tweet. If I double tap this. 2 of 38. Mention. Back button. Click right. 2 of 38. Ah. Uh, tab. 1 of 2. Dom. Tab. Link. Art. At main menu. Link. The entire main menu team. Twitter 5. Link. That's showing what client I sent that from. Bulletin slash 27. Date. Chase underscore Crispin user profile. Button. I can see my own Twitter user button. profile. Chase Crispin. At Chase underscore Crispin. Reply. But. Retweet. Dim. But. Favorite. But. Link. Yeah, but action, but. And so now you saw that whole screen. So when we first clicked on this particular mention, we saw the actual tweet, which number it was, who, however many mentions we have. We saw my actual tweet. We could have seen my user profile. We saw the date and time I sent that mention or that retweet main menu. And we saw what client I posted it from. So if we click left, if there was links in the tweet, we could click that and we could see those links and they would open in Safari, which is the iOS web browser. We could favorite the tweet, which people could see that the main menu account liked the tweet. It would be one of our favorites. We could retweet, which we can't currently do. That says a dimmed. We can't do that. Or we could reply. So now I'm going to reply to myself on the main menu account. We did this again by finding the mention that I sent, clicking on it, then clicking the reply button. So let's just say test. And we're gonna make sure it looks okay. Send, but tech field is sending. At Chase underscore Crispin has mentioned. Flick left send, and send. Now we've basically just sent tweet to myself. It's a public tweet, so anybody can see it, but it's gonna show up in my account that we have a mention that says had to mention. So you just saw how to reply. So if you're going along in your tweets and you see, oh, I, that sounds interesting, or I'd like to comment on that or tell so-and-so that, you can just tap on their tweet and push reply and send a reply to them. Now, I just heard a noise on my PC, and I know that speech is very fast. 
um, and I probably wasn't heard that well, but I was checking my Twitter client on my PC. It does show that we got a mention from main menu saying Tethman, and it said it was from the Twitter for iOS app. Now, we are still in that mention screen, the particular mention that we are applying to, which in this case is to me, to my personal account. So let's go to the top of the screen. Mention. Back button. Mention. Back button. This is going to get us to where we can see all the mentions. Now let's go to the bottom of the screen. Senji Blue 7. At main selected. Mention. And to the right, we can go to our direct messages. Go to the top of the screen. Again, I'm using the four finger single tap for that. Selected. Direct messages. Account. Back main menu. Heading. Compose tweet. Sir. Sir. Conversation. Blueberry. A conversation with Dave Woodbridge. Conversation. JD underscore that. Conversation. Driver to th- tweet. Mention. And those are the only three direct conversations that are currently shown. Now we're not going to go into those, but how that works is you see, you can also search your direct messages as you saw. There, there is a search field and it groups them by conversation, kind of like you might have email client do. So I can see the, an entire DM or direct message conversation I had with a particular person, like you saw David Woodbridge in there. So I can go in there and see just the tweet, just the direct messages that were that were sent between main menu and David Woodbridge or anyone else who was in there. Once you double tapped on a particular conversation, not only could you see the various direct messages, both ones I sent and received in that conversation, you would also find an edit box to send a direct message and it would work much the same as the one in mentions did, but it would send a direct message. But again, because these are direct messages and things that are probably not going to be public, uh, nothing extremely confidential, but things pertaining to putting shows together and that type of stuff, we're not going to actually go through them. So let's again look at the bottom of the screen. Past direct messages, we can search or do more. So let's search. Go to the top of the screen. That compose tweet button, as you're seeing, is on every screen. So you can compose a tweet from anywhere in the app. Search for a topic or name. Button. We can search for a topic or a name. Trend now. We can see what's trending. Number best weekend goal. Best weekend goal. Dim. Button. Number seven. Bill Hosey pesos no mundal. Happy Halloween, everyone. R.I.D. James and Lily Potter. Number HSM two. So as you're seeing, this is just a list of topics that are the most common, that most, it's basically, it's seeing the tweets that people sent, and it's showing you that these are the words that people are saying the most, and as you can see, some of them have the hashtag. Past the last trending, find friends. we have find friends, so we can follow people, we can search for somebody's name we know, or a company we know of, or something, and find them and follow them on Twitter. Interest. Or we can search by interest, which will basically pair the main menu profile, and it goes by what you put in there. So our, for example, says uh, main menu technology show covering technology for the blind and visually impaired, like that. So it would go through and find other Twitter profiles who have similar descriptions, say, who has a similar interest. Tweet. And we're back at the bottom of the screen where it says, so basically to recap how this screen looks, you have your search field, which you can search for basically a thing, and you can choose what you want to search for. Then you have your list of trending topics. You can find friends, find those in similar interests, and that's about it. At the bottom of the screen, there's only one more button we have to cover. More. And that's the more button. If we tap that, let's see what comes up. Account. Back button. Main menu. Compose tweet. My profile. Button. We can edit our profile. Favorite. Button. We can view our favorite tweets. Draft. We can view drafts of tweets that we started but haven't sent, like when we were looking at the new tweet field and we saw that we had a close button and I said could save a draft is where you find it. List. Heading. There's your list. New list. Setting. Tweet. Mention. Direct messages. And that's back to the bottom of the screen. Now lists are basically a way, let's say I 
want, I wanted the main menu Twitter to have a list which would show all of the uh, assistive technology companies that are on Twitter. We could follow them and add them to a list so I could just see tweets from them that might help us get the latest news on the show. That's one use for lists. Now everything on the screen we could go to, we could show you favorite tweets and profiles, but everything is basically fairly self-explanatory. You basically fill in fields in the profile or read various things about your favorite tweets. So it's pretty self-explanatory and lists can get fairly complicated and if that's a Twitter function itself, that's not necessarily a function of the Twitter for iOS app, so I'm not going to go into lists here today. Now we've looked at basically every area of the Twitter for iOS app. As you've seen, it is pretty accessible. I've shown pretty much everything except those things that are on that more screen. As I just said, those are pretty self-explanatory. The app is very accessible. It's free in the app store. It's very easy to use and basically you can do anything you'd want to do with Twitter with this app. This about wraps up the demonstration of Twitter for iOS. I know it's been fairly quick. I hope you've gotten a pretty good understanding of what the Twitter for iOS app is like. There are other Twitter clients available for iOS, such as Tweetlist, but in my opinion, the Twitter app works the best. If you have any questions, you can go to the App Store or Apple Online and search for Twitter and read about the app. Or if you have questions about anything expressed in this review, you can email me at chase at acbradio.org. That's C-H-A-S-E at acbradio.org. We'll be back here on Main Menu with demonstrations of other Twitter clients in the near future. With that, this concludes the Twitter for iOS demonstration for ACB Radio's Main Menu. I'm Chase Crispin, executive producer of Main Menu. I want to take a look with you today at a recent app released for the iPhone, iTouch, and iPad. It is from American Foundation for the Blind. It's called Access World, and you may recognize that as being the name of a news magazine that American Foundation for the Blind has published for many years uh, and has available on its website. And they now have made Access World totally accessible to you right on your iPhone. And right from this app, you can actually access any of the articles, including the current current issue of the Access World magazine right on your iPhone. And I'm sitting on the icon for that app right now. I'm going to double tap and get it started. Access World, current issue, heading. All right, and so it says Access World, and it says current issue and that is the heading and I'm just very quickly going to take you through a tour of the screen so you get an idea of what it's like and I'm going to start my finger up the Not top current issue heading and it says current issue and then as I go down the screen you're going to hear the contents of the current issue national disability employment awareness month employment resources that work revisited and updated Employment for people with vision loss, a brighter forecast, making the right impression, interview tips for applicants with vision loss, the current state of employment for people with vision loss, national and state perspectives, responding to Paul Schroeder's article, responding to shifts in technology, accessibility and a changing environment. Access World celebrates Disability Employment Awareness Month. Access World News. Product Evaluation. Braille sense on hand note taker and PDA from HIMSS, Inc. 
All right, and that is the list of all the articles in the current version or current release, shall we say, of Access World for October 2011. Now, below that, on the bottom line of the screen, you will find something like a status line, and it is actually your menu, and I'm going to start from the left and go right. Selected, current issue, tab, one of three. Back issues, tab two of three. Going to the right. Contact us, tab three of three. Okay, so again, starting at the top of the screen, you have the heading that says current issue, and that's where it's always going to come up when you bring the app up, uh, is at the current issue. And then below that, it lists each of the articles in the current issue. And then on the bottom line, you have a choice. We have three tabs, the current issue tab, the back issues tab, and the contacts tab and we'll take a quick look at each of those let's go and um, find an article and the current issue and just hear a little bit of that access world celebrates disability employment awareness month all right let's see what this article is all about to get the article started i just tap on it current issue current issue back button all right now it has brought the article up on the screen. It does not automatically start reading it to you. So what we're going to do is we're going to use two fingers and flip up. Current issue. Back button. Access World celebrates Disability Employment Awareness Month. Heading level one. Two. Heading level two. Dear Access World readers, in this issue of Access World, we celebrate October as Disability Employment Awareness Month. We take this opportunity to focus on employment with articles that provide strategies, insider perspectives, and information about employment resources. October is a time to celebrate the skills and accomplishments of American workers with disabilities. Further, it's a time to illuminate and discuss the employment barriers that still exist and to pursue with renewed vigor their removal. The effort to educate the American public about issues related to disability and employment began in 1945. Page 3 of 5. Center of screen. Okay, now we've heard a little bit of that article and uh, we're going to in order to save a little time here, we're going to not listen to the entire article. And now I'm going to go up close to the top of the screen. October is a time to celebrate this current issue. Back button. As says current issue, back button up in the top left hand corner of the screen, right below the status line. And I'm on the button and I'm going to double tap. Current issue. Access World celebrates Disability Employment Awareness Month. And I'm back to my first screen with the current issue and the listing of all the articles in the current issue. And now I'm going to go down to the bottom line and again to my menu. Selected. Current issue. Tab. What? Back issues. Tab. And there's two back of three. issue. All right. Let's double tap on that. And that will bring up my page for back issues. And if I look at the top of the screen now. By year. Heading. It says by year. And if I start sliding my finger down the screen now. 2011. 2010. 2009, 2008, 2007, 2006, 2005. Selected. Back issues. Tab two of three. Okay, and so I just went straight down the screen, and I saw all the years, and then I actually went clear to the bottom of the screen, and my finger went over the selection tab for back issue again. I'm going to go up to 2009, and there's 2009, and I'm going to double tap on 2009 choose 2009 by, by year back button and now if i go back to the top of my screen, january 
by month heading. And now my heading is by month. And now if I come down. Gen March, January, March, May, July, September. Oh, let's try September. Now I'm cheating a little bit because I know that I want to go to September 2009 for a specific reason. I'm going to double tap on that. Loading. Back issue. By month. Back button. All right. Now I have September 2009 issue up there. And let's... Isn't the revolutionary new iPhone. By month. Back button. And again, I'm up at the top where it says by month. Back issue. Heading. The revolutionary new iPhone. Okay, Is there's the computer like I for was you? looking for, the revolutionary iPhone, and I'm going to double tap on that. Back button, back issue, back button, the revolutionary new iPhone, heading level 1, Darren Burton, heading level 2. Over the past year, Access World has reported on significant improvements in accessibility that Apple has made to its Mac and iPod line of products, and the American Foundation for the Blind presented Apple with the 2009 Access Award for these accomplishments. With the release of the revolutionary new iPhone 3GS, Apple has done it again, this time in an even bigger way, Apple's voiceover screen reader, which has been part of the Mac computer, page 2 of 48, center of screen. All right, and I stopped the reading there uh, because we aren't going to take time to listen to that all of that article right now. Now, from here, I could go to the top of my screen. Back issue, back button. And I could double tap there on the back button and go back. Back issue, the revolutionary new iPhone. And I'm again back on the contents for that September issue for 2009. Uh, and I could choose another article from that month if I wanted to. Back is the revolutionary new iPhone. By month, back button. And there's the by month back button. So I could back up and come out of there. By month, January. And now I'm back to the list of months for 2009. And I could continue. January, by year, back button. And now I'm at by year, and I have a back button, and I could double tap there. By year, 2011. All right, and now I'm back to my list of years, and I could either now choose another year, or if I'm through, I could go to my bottom line on my Current screen. Current issue, tap one of three, selected, back issues, tap two of contact us, tap three of three. All right, and now I could go to contact us, and let's do that. I'm going to double tap there. And now I'm going to flick two fingers up the screen to see what's on this screen. Contact Access World. Heading. Lee Huffman. Access World Editor. Email. Button. Christelle Earl. Email. Button. Mark Cuthlin. Email. Button. Andorum. Sales and Marketing Manager. Call. Button. Email. Button. Deborah Kendrick. Senior Features Editor. Rows 1 to 8 of 8. Center of Screen. All right. And so as you can see there, what you get is a list of the staff of Access World. And you could go to the button for the person you wanted to contact and double tap on that button and get all of their contact information. And so that is the Access World app. Hope you enjoyed this little review and gives you an idea whether Access World from AFB is a free app that you might want to put on your iPhone, iTouch, or iPad so that you can have all of the information present and past from Access World readily available at your fingertips.
On behalf of the entire Main Menu staff, I'd like to thank you for being with us today here on Main Menu. We'll look forward to seeing you back again next week. Meantime, you have a good week, and we'll see you soon.